The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is Friday, July 23rd, and we're going to break down the – we're going to do burning questions on the AFC West today with Ryan Wilson in the feed, every other division, burning training camp questions. So if you got a – there's a question about each team, what's the most important question to solve or to figure out or to possibly, you know, extended to a bigger question in training camp coming up on Monday, another mailbag Monday. We have already recorded it. It is a rousing episode. Mm. Highly recommend you check it out. And while you're checking that out, don't forget to check out CBS sports HQ because the NFL NBA playoffs have wrapped. And that means it's NBA draft season and CBS sports HQ is your home for Thursday night's event. We'll have pick by pick coverage, including grades and expert analysis for both rounds. How do you watch HQ? I'm glad you asked. You can watch on the CBS sports app on your phone. It even pops out so you can have it play while you scroll Twitter. That's right. You can watch using the CBS sports app on your connected TV and you can watch on your computer via our NBA draft tracker page, which will be easily available on the CBS sports site it's all free it features our good pals gary parish matt norlander avery johnson bill Ryder, and rip hamilton so don't forget nba draft coverage tips off 7 30 p.m on cbs sports hq this coming thursday oh man i love nba draft season wilson you know why that's just not nfl draft season <laughs> yeah well one is fun to bet on oh how about that yeah yeah tons of draft props you need who is your mac jones in this draft class for the nba Scotty barnes Scotty Barnes, the Florida State uh, forward. Okay, yeah, I don't know anyone. I who's the top? Who's gonna be the top pick? Cade Cunningham out of Oklahoma State. Yeah, minus ten thousand. He's really good. Um, I would personally take uh, Jalen Suggs or Scotty Barnes first. I think it is crazy that I know literally no one coming out of college. You probably Suggs played at Gonzaga, freshman, really fast point guard, great shooter. I didn't watch any college basketball this year for the first time forever. So I I, and I, you know, just saw clips of UNC because I'm a UNC homer. I, but, I love uh, Scotty Barnes. I have a man. I did used to love the draft because it used to be on it, your birthday or the day birthday, after. That's right. Yeah, it used to be on our birthdays. And yeah, because they push everything back this year, it's, it's running later. But and I was, no, let me tell you this story. I was, it was my prime when they had the lottery that determined, uh, what was the, the Jordan Patrick lottery? Ewing. The Patrick Ewing lottery, right? That was, that was 1985 for this one. Man, that was your that prime. Was that is, I was, that was, that was my prime. That's right. I was, I was 12. That is depressing. Nice. All right. Let's get into some questions. Why don't you tell me what your burning question is for the Kansas City Chiefs? Okay. I'll... There's no, oh, you know, we start with the Chargers. How about that? Let's start with the Chargers. Let's start with the Chargers, and then I'll find the burning question for the Chiefs that I have lost in our Slack. That's fine. I can just tell you them. I got them in front of me. Oh, you got them in front of you? Yeah, yeah. I got all my questions. All right, let's do Chiefs then. What can, oh, Chiefs. Okay. Oh, I'm glad you caught me. So, obviously, there's not a lot to concern ourselves with the Chiefs. They went to the Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl the year before that. Um, the reason they struggled is their offensive line in the Super Bowl, and that's because they played one of the best defenses on planet Earth. My biggest question, however, isn't about the offensive line because they've done some things to, to address those. Um, my biggest question is, can this defense 
get after it on a consistent basis? That's my question. So they drafted Nick Bolton in the second round, the linebacker. They needed linebacker help desperately in the four million mock drafts. I did. I often had had them taking a linebacker in the first round because they didn't need help in a lot of other places. And, and I wonder if what they can do defensively. I mean, they signed Taco Charlton. I don't know if that's going to solve anything, but they need help in terms of pass rushers. They need help in the middle of the defense. They did that, I think, with, with the linebacker that drafted there. Can the defense make the difference? Because at the end of the day, they're winning 13, 14 games. It's just a matter of when the rubber meets the road, quotation marks, and, and they need a, a defensive stand. Can they get it? So that's that's my biggest question on this team. Uh, I think that's a great question. They were 22nd in DVOA last year, uh, 24th in weighted DVOA on defense. And by the way, I totally forgot they traded for Orlando Brown to help with the offensive line. They signed a they signed it. They signed Cal Long. So I think that'll be better. But go ahead. I just want to point that out. Yeah. No, I mean, like the there's no reason to think the offense won't be good. They drafted Creed Humphrey. I'm going through. I'm like I've turned my brain off for a month and a half, but the, they got the center from Oklahoma. So I mean, they're making all the they made all the right moves to to address that stuff. Yeah. I mean, look, there's again, there's really no reason to think that the offense will be bad, barring an injury to Patrick Mahomes. And even then, you kind of feel like Chad Hinney could put up right. enough stats where yeah, that team will be good. But it is fair to wonder if the defense can win them games because that they're going to need to at some point, particularly in the playoffs. Right. They needed, they needed against the Buccaneers. What happened to the Buccaneers against the Packers, even though the Packers lost, well, they intercepted Tom Brady three times. And the, I think that was, the, that was the finals, right? The NFC championship game. They weren't able to do that against Tom Brady because he just kept going off. And that was the difference that in the offensive line for the chiefs, obviously, but there was no situation where the chiefs were able to, to stymie Tom Brady and in fact, by the end of it, um, your favorite player, who's the safety for the, the rookie safety for the Buccaneers that was able oh, to um Antoine Winfield Jr. Yeah, he was able to to show his face or to show his butt sort of to to Tyreek when he he made that big play. That's true. Uh you know, there's players on this defense. They brought in Jerron Reed. Uh, they still have Frank Clark, Taco Charlton, former first round pick. Chris Jones is a stud in the middle, and he's locked on a, on a big contract. Anthony Hitchens has been a key player for them. In the secondary, they got the honey back, they got Tyron Mathieu. There it is. They also have Legereus Sneed, who yeah, looked like great a player. really good pick last year. And then Juan Thornhill, who looked like a potential stud before tearing his ACL from the 2019 draft class. Yep. So uh, Mike Hughes is a former first-round pick out of UFC that didn't work out for the Vikings that they picked up uh, this offseason, I believe. They've got players. And Steve Spagnuolo is still there. He's done a great job with his defense. They were much, much better in, in I felt like, in 2019 than they were in uh, 2020. And especially in the playoffs, the defense sort of came together. Correct. The defense was actually 14th in 2019 in terms of DVOA. That's so they were above that, barely above average, but they were above average. Yeah, they were still. Oh, and by the way, your guy's coming back, Laurent Duvernay Tardif. He'll be back too along True, on offense. Yeah. I think that's the key is what you want if you're the Chiefs is your defense is slightly above average. You don't need to have an elite defense. It may be great if you did, but you've got an elite offense. You have the best yeah. offense in football. You need a slightly above average defense, and you need that defense to sort of peak and come together as the season is coming to a close, just like 2019. That's not an easy task, but that's what happens when, you're, when you're, you've been to three straight AFC Championship games and two out of the last three Super Bowls. Yeah, and I think if you're Andy Reid with that offense, Patrick Mahomes, you want your defense to be one that is high-risk – meaning that you get after it, you yeah. get a bunch of sacks, and sometimes you have a big place, but it doesn't matter because you get sacks and turnovers, and you still the other team scores. You don't want to be to like 20. a vanilla, like Ben don't break. Right. You don't want the other team to have the ball for 
you know, 30 minutes at a time. That's right. Because you, you can't get off the field. The Los Angeles Chargers starting off a new regime. And the question, your burning question for the Chargers, what kind of coach will Brandon Staley be? Oh, you found it. Yeah, that's right. That's that it. one's in the rundown. Debo really dropping the ball here. So, I mean, that's the big question. We've sort of, you know, shied our eyes away from what Brandon Staley will be because, as you've noted, he had one-year success and was really successful with the Rams as defensive coordinator. And Anthony Lynn lost this team a bunch of games last year, three or four games, let's say, the Chargers, just by his conservative nature, late in games and decisions. Three or four feels short, too, by the way. Right. Uh, but the point is that they, this is a playoff team, and they have yes, have a fantastic quarterback who blew everyone's mind. And, you know, I always apologize to Justin Herbert for doubting him because he, you know, he, he dunked on me with the, the way he played last year and power to him. And they drafted Rashawn Slater on offense. That's, that's huge. Offensive line has to get better. So to get better there, they signed Corey Lindsley, the best center in the league. They signed Matt Filer, who the Steelers could desperately use. Um, they got better on offense. The question becomes, um, is Brandon Staley going to be able to make all this stuff work? The defense should be really good because Brandon Staley, that's, that's his bread and butter. But I want to see how a young coach is this guy going to be Sean McVay or Kyle Shanahan, or is he going to be Zach Taylor? Yeah, it's it's a great question. If he's Zach Taylor, this team could take a big step backwards. And I don't think we'll look at Anthony Lynn, you know, like Jim Caldwell, where he you know got fired. I mean, you know, look, Anthony Lynn didn't win a lot of games. I think just one winning season. But Justin Herbert was freaking awesome last year, and. You can rip it. We can rip Anthony Lynn all we want for his coaching mistakes and his in-game gaffes and all that. You know, he's still a guy who helped develop Justin Herbert in his rookie season. Granted, yeah. it was by accident because they needed Tyrod Taylor. And to be fair, and I think someone pointed this out in one of the questions. Pep Hamilton also deserves a lot of credit uh, as well. So, I mean, there's a reason that he yeah. has success. And I, here's the thing about Anthony Lynn, and we talk about this all the time. Like if you watch Hard Knocks, his players loved him. The people that worked with him loved him. But it, it just when the game mattered he sometimes made the wrong decision is brandon staley who's by all accounts uh you know a progressive up-and-coming the uh, stats guy or whatever analytics guy a lot of these guys get super conservative when, when it the game's on the line and they revert back to uh let me trust my gut so is brandon staley going to be a, an analytics guy and be willing to face the media and fans who are angry if he makes an analytics based decision that doesn't work or is he going to just rely on his gut and kick a field goal like Matt LaFleur did in the playoffs, even though Aaron Rodgers is quarterback. So that's what I mean, we'll find out together because he he doesn't know the answer to those questions. So he's thrown into the fire and has to make a decision with 30 seconds left to go in the fourth quarter. You, you can't ever know how somebody's going to be as a head coach until they actually get out there and do it. I mean, right. you can think, I, you know, you can say like, all right, I think this guy's going to be a good head coach because, you know, he's been a great coordinator. He's very smart. He knows what he's doing, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't Let matter. me introduce you to Matt Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. I mean, you just don't know how somebody's going to be once they have to run a team. It's a different job than being a coordinator. You're a manager. You're going from being a a, a laborer to being a manager, and that's just a different that's just a different job. And and sometimes it doesn't always translate. So I concur with your assessment that that is the most important thing. And by the way, he can win more games. And if Justin Herbert looks like crap, or Justin Herbert looks like he's regressing people are going to start raising some eyebrows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the, And look, there's very real possibility that Justin Herbert isn't nearly as good as he was last year because he was so crazy good last year. Correct. And, you know, Brand, if I'm Brandon Staley, I'm making that comment day one when I talk to the media at, at training camp. Well, uh, we love this kid. We, we we don't know that it'll be better. I mean, how right. could we, guys? And that way you can say, hey, I told you what was going to happen. Yeah, I told you he sucks. Uh, let's take a break when we come back. The Raiders and the Broncos.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. The Denver Broncos. <laughs> Your burning question is a good one for this. If not Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson, can Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke be good enough? By the way, that's like saying, if not Ferrari and Lamborghini, can, can Escort okay. and, yeah, like and Honda be good enough? Yeah. Honda's are great. I don't know why. Yeah, not Honda. Uh, escort and what's a what's an Escort-like car? I don't even know. They don't even make Escorts anymore. And Pinto be good enough. Yeah, Pinto and Escort. Can that get us over the finish line? It can, but the problem is that you'll be behind 25 other teams. Correct. Would um, you rather start Teddy or would you rather start Drew? I mean, I sort of fall in the same uh, boat as all, like a lot of these other teams where, well, no, actually, I take that back. So I don't, for the Patriots or the 49ers, I don't want to start Trey Lance or Mac Jones if things are even or close because eventually you're probably going to go to the other guy. I'd rather start with a veteran, see how mm-hmm. it works out, give the rookie a little more time to learn, give the young yeah. guy a little more time to learn. He's according to three. Well, that's what I'm saying. Drew Locke's different. I want to go Drew Locke, and if Locke can't, like, this is your time, Drew. Yeah. Make a leap forward. Prove why you were drafted as high as you were. You got a fairly short leash because everybody needs to win around here, and if it doesn't mm-hmm. work out in the first few weeks, in comes Teddy. Yeah, I think that's right. It, uh, that I, is presuming that the competition is close. If it's, you know, if Teddy's just miles better, then you start Teddy. I mean, there's a chance. I mean, I, this is just popped in my head because we haven't had a reason to discuss it, but I would imagine that if Teddy's dominating, there's a chance you, if you could trade Drew Locke, you trade him in the, in the preseason. Sure. To get a third or fourth round pick for him, I think I you think, think about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that'd be nice. But Yeah, third, probably not. Fourth round pick or whatever. Yeah, sure. I remember the um, George Patton, the GM there. Peyton. George Payton. Why did I say Payton? George Payton, the GM in Denver, the new GM in Denver, was with Minnesota when they drafted Teddy. He's a big Teddy guy. Oh, good. So that may sway things. And he wasn't there when Elway drafted Drew Locke. Yep. So, yeah, we'll see about Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if that's – I mean, like I said, 3% if you like that. Deshaun Watson told uh, Kareem Jackson, who played in Houston with Deshaun and now plays for the Broncos, that he wants to come there, according to Kareem Jackson. Um, he very well may. I don't know if Denver's entertaining that idea. When we talk about the teams that might be interested in Sean Watson, we've mentioned uh, the Eagles. Uh, we've mentioned the Broncos. We've mentioned the Dolphins and your Panthers. So let's say Deshaun Watson, because we talked about Aaron Rodgers. Deshaun Watson goes to Denver. Where do they now finish in that division? Second. Yeah. They're not beating the Chiefs. Do they beat the Chiefs at all during the regular season? Oh, yeah. could easily go one-on-one one against the Chiefs. Yeah. I mean, they, Denver would immediately become one of the four best teams in the AFC. Yeah, no, that's right. Along with the Chiefs. Uh, so the Bills, Chiefs, Chiefs Bills, 
Broncos and I mean Browns or Ravens. Are you taking the Ravens? Ra- I guess might be the Browns. Might Baker's, be the Browns. Might be the Browns. Baker mm. seems like he's got he's mm-hmm. he's found mm-hmm. it right. Yep, might, might be the Browns. All right. Finally, what is your Raiders burning question? I mean, we talk about Derek Carr all the time, and Derek Carr actually. Derek Carr is your Jimmy Garoppolo to me, but he actually played really well last year. Yeah, I don't think Derek Carr is the problem in, in Las Vegas. Right. So here's the issue: they've made a ton of terrible draft picks uh, under Mike Mayock and and John Gruden, and that to me is the biggest concern. And my burning question, as I wrote it, was, "Where is you? There he is. Uh, can recent high round draft picks actually work out slash contribute?" Mm. Because you're just wasting draft picks. I mean, we talked about Lynn Bowden. We'll talk about Lynn Bowden on on the uh, mailbag. He was drafted in third round. He was there like two and a half weeks, and they traded him. To, 80th you know, overall pick. They traded for a bag of peanuts. Before he now. actually played his first snap. Incredible. As a third round pick. It's now the seventh round who got cut because he, he wasn't good enough. And, and that's bonkers. Like, that just – that doesn't make any sense. And you go back earlier. They traded a third round pick for, what, Martavis Bryant. To the Steelers. He's out of football. They traded a third round pick for Antonio Brown. They cut him after he, he burned his feet and arrived in a, in a hot air balloon. In a cri- a crypto chamber. Cri- uh, cri- cryogenic chamber. Crypto cha- he's, a, he's a crypt keeper. He burned his fingers on Dogecoin. Oh, my gosh. It, so it is like one thing after the next. And I haven't even talked about. Let me let me get a, pull up the draft picks. So Those, recent recent high round draft picks, to your point. And I'm just looking at defense. Cleveland Farrell. No, okay, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Cleveland Farrell, 2019 first round pick. Um, Damon Arnett, 2020 first round pick, Jonathan Abram, 2019 first round pick, Trayvon Mullen, 2019 second round pick, um, uh, Trayvon Morig, 2021 second round pick, Divine Diablo, 2021 third round pick, Malcolm Kuntz, 2021 third round pick. These are all guys who are going to be prominently featured on this defense, which everyone sort of expects to suck. Yeah. The Damon Arnett thing that that was a surprise that he was drafted so high 19th overall. Um, and he, there's a chance that, that he doesn't he, even make the team. There's, there's talk that he, he's on the outs. Uh, Henry Ruggs went first overall, and we talked about Henry Ruggs on the, we'll talk about him on the mailbag podcast on Monday. And he's, and I've said this, uh, the whole throughout the duration. Jalen Waddle is so much more accomplished than Henry Ruggs coming yes. out. They're both extremely fast, but, uh, Lynn Bowden, we just talked about. Um, this year's first round pick, Alex Leatherwood, people were freaking out, myself included, that he went 17th. And Colt if, Miller looks like a good pick. Yeah, that was a good pick. But the thing with Alex Leatherwood is in a vacuum, if Bill Belichick takes him 17, it's like, okay, we get it. <laughs> but the track record with, with Mayock and, and uh, Gruden, and you've made this point, is that it's clear that, or it's clear to, uh, the speculation seems to be that Gruden's the one pulling the strings. Yeah, Mayock, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he is. He is. Mayock's going to go out there and face the, the media. Cleveland Farrell was drafted fourth overall. And I think we talked about this at some point previously. Like in my last mock draft before the actual 2019 draft, I had him going 25th or something. That felt more in line with where he should have gone. And I remember Mike Mayock saying when he was drafted, we liked him for his uh, locker room makeup and his good teammate skills and all that. And that's great, but the dude ain't getting a lot of sacks. And maybe that changes, but it hasn't changed so far. So just that's my point. Like, are these draft picks going to work out to the point where they help your team? Because here's the thing. Not only are you missing out on guys that can help your team, you've lost the opportunity to fill a hole with that player if you had gone in another direction. So um, that's my big concern. I think – Derek Carr will continue to, to play efficiently as he does in John Gruden's system. I think the offense will at times be able to put up points, but I think rookies, young guys helping out who are high, high round draft picks. And of course the defense, which absolutely was dog duty last year. Can, can they turn a corner in, in a division that's one of the toughest in the NFL? Yeah. I, I 
I think it's just asking your, we have a, a three or four year history, right. Of the Raiders front office, John Gruden, Mike Mayock, not doing a very efficient or proficient job of drafting and acquiring young players through the NFL draft selection process. And now in what is becoming a critical year for the futures of John Gruden and Mike Mayock, the players that they drafted who have not been efficient or proficient are going to be the ones who decide whether or not, you know, they continue on as, uh, you know, so quickly. As, as the guys doing the job. We'd like to do this. I'll do this quickly. Uh, instead of Henry Ruggs, they could have had Justin Jefferson. That makes them better, clearly. Um, let's see. Instead of Damon Arnett. Or they, they could have had C.D. Lamb, too, by the way. C.D. Lamb. They're a they, took him, they took Henry Ruggs the first wide receiver. That's right. So they took um, Arnett at 19. They wanted a cornerback. Who's the next cornerback to go? Gladney, he had an up-and-down season. Iquinogany, up-and-down. So maybe I have to circle back on that. Tron Diggs, Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson was great. I mean, it's, it's early for cornerbacks, but if Damon Arnett doesn't make the team, then it doesn't matter who they could have taken. So think about, I'll, I'll just stop with this one. So Damon Arnett may not make the team, the, the 19th overall pick in 2020. And Lynn Bowden was traded weeks after he was drafted. It was a third-round pick in that draft class. After He went right after Arnett in terms of when the Raiders selected him. Mm. Those two guys might be off the team before the start of the 20, well, one definitely is before the start of the 2021 season. Let me ask you this. I'm going to try and be fair about this. I'm going to make reasonable selections. But the Raiders, in, I don't even think this is unfair, hmm. but their three first round picks in 2019 could have had Devin White, mm. Montez Sweat, and Byron Murphy or Rock Yassin. Yeah, and I think the Byron Murphy, Rock Yassin versus Jonathan Abram is probably pretty close. But I think both those players have been slightly better, and Abram was hurt. I mean, they um, clearly need a cornerback. Yeah, his rookie season. And they, got, they took Trayvon Mullen early in the second round. Yeah. It's just only draft guys out of Alabama and Clemson. It is crazy. We've talked about that before. But it's it is really wild. Crazy. Like, what are you scared about? Just take Devin White. I mean, they, they, there's so many guys that they could, this 2019 draft class, it looks like it's loaded. Yeah, we need they to have three draft picks, and they're coming away with a safety, a running back, and an in, ineffective pass rusher at number four overall. Maybe when we get back into the draft season, I'll go through all these uh, career um, approximate value, the metric that Pro Football, uh, Pro Football uh, Reference excuse me, uses to sort of value how good these players are, and we'll go by draft class and see exactly where these Mayock and Gruden draft classes rank. Because, you know, eyeballing it, it doesn't look great. But maybe I mean, the Cleveland Farrell thing in 2019, everybody was either mocking them, Devin White or um, Josh Allen, the defensive, the linebacker, yeah, the pass rusher right. of Kentucky. I mean, either one of those guys changes the equation dramatically if they, you have one of those guys on your roster. They mean you don't have to draft an edge rusher in the next few years. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. So, yeah, not a great job drafting by the Las Vegas Raiders. This draft class actually looks pretty good, the 2021. We'll see. Leatherwood's obviously the. the the one that will get the most attention. But the, the other names that followed, they have a chance to be good. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's it for the AFC West. We'll be back on Monday with a Mailbag Monday. Wilson, as always, a pleasure, my friend. We'll talk soon. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 